Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I hope that you are having an amazing day. I am recording today's podcast episode after so many of you requested to hear the strategy tips that I have around eliminating, really minimizing procrastination in your life. So if you missed the episode last week, I shared the mindset shifts on how you can begin to minimize procrastination in your life. And I think that mindset really is probably the most powerful piece of creating all change in your life. But I do have some tools and strategies that I use to help myself minimize procrastination in my life. Even just now, I spent five minutes scrolling Instagram when I should have been recording this podcast episode. It still creeps in from time to time. It's not about perfection. It's asking myself when I find myself procrastinating the self-awareness and being able to say, is this serving me? Is this behavior actually serving me? And it won't always be. And that's okay. We get to say, okay, this isn't serving me. So now I'm going to move on. So let's talk about the strategy of minimizing procrastination in your life. The first thing that I find to be incredibly helpful when I find myself procrastinating is to do a brain dump. And the reason that I do this is because a lot of times I believe for me personally, and you may be different, procrastination comes when I feel overwhelmed, when it feels like my mind has a million things going inside and it's trying to keep up with all of the things and responsibilities that I have to do that day or that week. And it feels like I almost get paralysis around like having so many things to do. So it's really powerful for me to brain dump and put down on a sheet of paper all of the things that I have to do, which I call my get to do list. And this is a part of the new Create Joy journal that is coming out hopefully very, very soon, I like to keep a running get to do list every week. So on Monday, I sit down and I write down my tasks for Monday. And then when I come into the office on Tuesday, I write down all of my tasks and I continue to do that. That way, even if I didn't get the things that I said I wanted to get done on Monday, and it's now Thursday, I don't have to allow those thoughts to consume my mind and make me feel paralyzed in my inability to take action because I feel overwhelmed. It's like, I know that it's safe. It's written down on the sheet of paper. I know that it's there. I know that I have to do it, but that allows me to get it out of my mind. The next thing that I do in conjunction with my get to do list is if I find that there are certain things that I'm really procrastinating on, I like to create what I call a task list. So I will take the item or the thing that I've been procrastinating on and I will write that at the top of a sheet of paper. And then underneath that task, I will write out each of the action steps that I need to take based off of where I am right now to bring that task to completion. That way, if I feel overwhelmed in what to do, and that becomes often a really easy justification to procrastinate, it's like, well, I don't know what to do. What should I do first? I'm not sure I have so much to do that I'm overwhelmed by it. If you have a really clear action plan based off of the task that you need to complete, it's like you don't really have that justification that you don't know what to do because you have clarity in what action steps you need to take in order to bring that task to completion. The second strategy that I use, and this is helpful in your whole life, not just when it comes to procrastination, but is to get really in touch with why you want to do the thing that you want to do. I believe with many things in life, if there is no 
emotional connection and no clarity and the reason why we need to do that thing or the reason why we should do that thing or the reason why we want to do that thing, it's really easy to continue to delay doing the thing. It's like, oh, it's not that important to me. So the things that you find yourself regularly procrastinating on, like things that are meaningful to you, right? Not things maybe like doing the laundry or doing the dishes, but things that are actually meaningful to you, like maybe meal prep or journaling or doing work within your business or exercising or meditation or reading the book or taking the course, whatever it is, the thing that you find yourself procrastinating on that there can be a deep emotional reason why you want to do that thing, I would encourage you to look for it. Because when you have a deep connection and really value something, I believe that we are going to make time for, find time for, and do the things that we value. I think there comes a point in our lives where we have to be honest with ourselves and say, if I keep saying I'm going to do this, but yet I'm not doing it, it probably just doesn't mean all that much to me. And that's not right or wrong. A lot of times people want to feel bad about that and think, oh, well, this should mean more to me. But if it doesn't, that's okay. If you don't really see value in doing it, then that gets to be okay. But I would encourage you that things where there can be a deeper reason why you want to do them, find that emotional connection. Because in the moments where you're delaying and you're putting off and you're procrastinating and you're avoiding, if you can bring that emotional clarity to the surface, you can say, oh, okay, this is why I wanted to do it because it actually means something to me. The third strategy, this is probably the one that is most helpful for me now that I have so much of the mindset stuff really anchored into my life. The third strategy is to eliminate your distractions. What are the actual things in the room with you that are distracting you? And if you can remove them, do so. Obviously, please don't lock your kid out of your office or lock your kid out of your room. Let's be smart adults about this. But if there are distractions such as your phone, put it somewhere else. What I like to do, you may have seen me share this on Instagram because I have many times, is I turn off my notifications, and if that's not good enough, and I find myself still picking up the phone and checking in on Instagram or checking in on Facebook, I will take my phone and I'll put it in another room. I will take it to my bedroom, which is down the hall from my office. I will put it on my nightstand. I will walk back in my office and I will close the door. Eliminate the things that are distracting you. If you're working on your computer and your Facebook is up and you find yourself constantly going over and checking it, or if your email is up and you find yourself constantly going over and checking it, close out of those things. What is the task that you are focused on and how can you allow yourself focused time, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes to actually get the thing done without being distracted? We have such a deep desire so often to multitask and feel like I'm in the middle of doing 100 things. But when I do that, I recognize that number one, I'm not nearly as productive. And number two, I never feel the sense of accomplishment that I want to feel because I'm never bringing anything to completion. So much of what you want to feel through finishing things is that sense of accomplishment. I really, really crave that. And maybe you too. But if you crave a sense of accomplishment that know that doing 15 things at once, it's not going to benefit the way that you feel. The best thing that you can do, focus on a task, bring it further along or bring it to completion, allow yourself to feel that pride, that accomplishment, and then move on to the next thing. So eliminate distractions that are in your way, focus on what it is that you want to be focused on. You can get so much done 
in 15 or 20 minutes of focused time, if you would actually put the phone down or log out of your Facebook account or turn the TV off or lock the pet out of the room, I think you can do that. I think that one is safe to say. Whatever the thing that's distracting you, if you can remove it, do so. I texted my husband a couple of hours ago. He kept texting me. He's at work right now, and I guess he's a little bit bored. He kept texting me, and I said, hey, babe, love you so much, but I'm recording stuff, and I can't keep being interrupted. So please stop texting me. I put my phone on do not disturb and I just let him know like, hey, I'm not going to be accessible for the next hour because I'm trying to get focused on what it is that I'm doing because it's easy to get distracted. There's so much going on. And I think with social media, our attention spans get shorter and shorter and shorter. It's like staying focused for 5, 10, 15 minutes can feel like a lifetime. I think that's why a lot of people don't even find interest in podcasts. And I'm so grateful that you are here and do find interest in them. But most Most people, they don't even want to sit down for 15 or 20 minutes and listen to something. They want to be on TikTok and watch 30 or 60 second clips and videos. So allow yourself to focus and do that by eliminating the distractions that you can. The fourth strategy that I find really, really helpful is asking myself, what can I do instead? So a lot of times our go-to when we are procrastinating is like, Okay, so let's say that I was going to record this podcast episode. We'll use this as an example. I wanted to record this podcast episode today, and I knew that it was something that I wanted to check off of my to-do list today. But when I sat down in my office, it was like, "Mm, I don't really feel like recording that podcast episode right now, but I know it needs to get done. So if I'm not going to do it right now, I ask myself, what can I do instead that is going to be productive for me or my life or my business or whatever it is that I'm trying to focus on today? Because a lot of times our go-to when we are procrastinating and putting off is like, I'm not going to record the podcast today and instead I'm going to drink a mimosa and lay on the couch and watch, I don't know, Love After Lockup, my favorite show right now, Life During Lockup. Love During Lockup, I think is the version right now, Love During Lockup, yeah. Anyways, that is our go-to. It's like, I'm not going to do the thing, so instead I'm going to do nothing. If you really feel like you can't muster up the energy or the mental strength or the clarity or the focus to do one particular thing that you know you want to do, take a look at the brain dump that you did with all of the other things that are consuming your mind and ask yourself, what can I do instead? Are there other things that you can be doing that will move you forward and help you maybe build some momentum? A lot of times it takes me doing something really small and simple off of my to-do list where it's like, oh yeah, I feel accomplished now. And then it builds momentum and it's like, okay, what can I do next? And after doing one thing, it feels so much easier to get into the groove, right? Once you're focused, it's easy to stay focused. It's getting there sometimes that's hard. So allow yourself permission to say, what can I do instead that's going to be beneficial for me rather than I'm just going to do nothing at all. And even worse than that, I'm going to go sabotage myself by doing something that I know is not good for me or beneficial for me. And the fifth and final strategy that I use to help me stop procrastinating is to make it fun. So My mom and I used to do this when I was a kid, and I didn't really understand what was happening then, but I think I get it now that I'm an adult. We used to, when she would have to go to the grocery store for the family, we would be in the car together. It was usually just her and I because I was someone who helped rather than caused more distractions. 
we would play this game where we would look at the time before we went into the grocery store and she would say, let's see how fast we can get through the grocery store. Like how quickly can we get all of the things from the grocery store that we need? And we would time ourselves. She would make a game out of it, probably for her and probably for me to make it more fun to feel like, oh, we're hurrying up and we're getting this done more quickly. But what can you do to make the tasks that you're currently doing that you don't feel like doing more fun. So for me, sometimes that means I'm not always in the mood to do photo shoots or take photos or record reels for my business, but sometimes putting on music in the background makes it more fun. Maybe you don't really love working out. Can you invite a friend to work out with you? What are the things that can make the activity that you're procrastinating on a little bit more enjoyable? Maybe you're doing something mindless for work that doesn't really require too much attention from you and too much thought, can you put on a podcast in the background or can you put on some music in the background? How can you make what you're delaying doing and putting off doing and procrastinating doing a little bit more enjoyable? My favorite of these things, the most beneficial for me is to eliminate distractions because that's how I find I end up procrastinating most because I find myself distracted. I find an easy way to justify not doing something because I'm busy doing something else, but are you actually busy doing something else? Don't pretend to be doing something just so you don't have to do something else. If you wanna get a task done, I know it's easier said than done, but starting truly is the hardest part. Commit to giving five minutes, commit to giving 10 minutes, commit to being focused for a really short micro amount of time, and I can almost promise you that once you're in it, you're going to want to do it. Once you're in it, it's going to be far easier to continue. I play this game with myself when I don't feel like working out. I'm like, just do it for 10 minutes. Just do it for 15 minutes. And if after that you want to quit, okay, that's fine. You have permission to quit, but at least start, at least give yourself the opportunity to get into doing it. Because I think you will surprise yourself that we make things seem so much harder than they're going to be, especially if something is new. We're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the biggest deal. It's going to be so hard. It's going to be the end of the world. I work with so many entrepreneurs who are new to building their businesses. And this is something I see so often, this fear of I don't know how becomes an immediate excuse to justify So like I said, with the mindset piece, own your excuses, know what things you are telling yourself that you are justifying and allowing to become excuses for you to procrastinate in your life. So very powerful. If you appreciated this episode, I would love it so much. If you let me know on Instagram, you can just send me a DM. If you haven't already, please leave a rating and review. You can do so now on Spotify as well as the Apple podcast app. I appreciate you with my whole entire heart. I love you so much. And I will talk to you on the next episode.